Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course, I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to AITA episode four. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm excited for this one. Guys, we just have a few announcements at the top and then we'll get to the meat as we are known to do. I'm traveling this week, so submissions are kind of all over the place. But don't worry, we will get to your submission. Yes, hold your horses. We're getting to it. Please join our Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun on Facebook again. People are commenting. These are discussions. People are posting. It's like a live way of interacting with the podcast. It's amazing. We're learning a bunch. We're interacting a bunch. It's really great. You can find that at bit.ly slash FBAholes or just go to our website where you can also submit or comment, whatever you want to do, AITAPod.com. We are having a giveaway. Isn't that fun? You can win $100. Check our Instagram. You should be able to find the post where it gives you all the details on how to enter. But it's basically like like the post, tag some friends. Give us a five-star review. That's five entries into the giveaway. We're not allowed to say give us five stars. Rate and review (laughs) us. Oink, oink. Yeah, there you go. I like a podcast that's like, please give us one star. Yeah. Tank our ratings. A <laughs> hundred smackaroos. Let's get to the meat, folks. The four stories today's are minis. Little AITA's number one AITA for not letting my five-year-old neighbor hold my pet hedgehog. Number two, AITA for yelling at my roommate for asking my girlfriend about her sexual preferences. Number three, AITA for changing my mind midway through buying a stranger coffee. Number four, AITA for breaking into a neighbor's apartment to turn off his stereo that he left on repeat, ostensibly for an entire weekend. Here we go. Am I the asshole for not letting my five-year-old neighbor hold my pet hedgehog? What a silly thing. I just love this so much. By user Corone Co Stories. Backstory, he writes, I own a pet hedgehog named Loki. That's just so damn adorable. He needed to have an eye surgically removed recently and has finally recovered. But needless to say, has been through a lot of stress, surgery, anesthetics, vet visits. My vet posted his story to Facebook because she was proud of saving his life. The post got a lot of traction within our community. Our neighbors, who I'm not close with, saw the post as well and showed the pictures of Loki to their five-year-old son. Today, Papa, the father, rang the doorbell and asked about Loki. It was kind of them to check up on him, and I told them he was doing well, to which he asked if his son could see him. Oh, boy. Bum, bum, bum. I'm aware of how exciting Loki must be to a kid so i agreed asked him to come back later in the evening since loki is nocturnal wow we learned a little about about hedgehogs they're nocturnal fun fact 
I avoid waking him up during the daytime. This was around 2 p.m. in Loki time. That's like being shaken awake at 2 (laughs) a.m. He agreed and came back around 4.30 p.m. with their son. He was really excited about seeing my hedgehog, so I let them in and brushed over the fact that they ignored my request to come (laughs) in the evening. Loki wouldn't be happy about me waking him up this early, but it would be fine. Plus, I don't know the kid's schedule, so maybe anything later wouldn't have worked. He's a busy fucking kid, for all this guy knows. <laughs> I let everyone in my room and gently lifted the fleece blanket off my grumpy hedgy. <laughs> what a fun I, sentence. I love is. that. That is a great <laughs> sentence. After a while, he calmed down. The kid loses his shit. I mean, excited, squealing, jumping up and down. This startled Loki. God, it startled me. And he curled up into a hissing ball, to which I picked him up to calm him down. The parents then asked if their son can hold Hold him. The son gets even more excited. Here's where I want to know if I was the asshole. Hedgehog spikes can hurt when they're defensive, and I wouldn't trust a kid that young not to drop him out of fright. I was polite but firm when I said no. The kid was upset but ultimately understood and thanked me gloomily for showing him my pet. Despite being unhappy about not being allowed to hold him, he took it very gracefully. Here's the thing. When we were at the door, the mom pulled me aside and told me that it was unnecessary for me to refuse her son's wish and that I made him upset. She still thanked me but shook her head as she left. Am I the asshole? Could I have handled it better i say definitely not the asshole definitely not this is an open and <laughs> shut case he went above and beyond because he even specified he's not that close with the neighbors but he's like you know what i'll throw him a bone i'll let him into my home my humble abode and he shows him and you know i think that's fine i think that the mom was a little ridiculous this little spaz kid he sounds like he's a spaz i think this may fall under a common courtesy which we're going to talk a lot about in this episode you know if your neighbor has a kid and you have a cute pet it doesn't make you some kind of a hero. I think, you know, you know, the kid's going to be really excited to see a hedgehog or a snake or, <laughs> you know, whatever creature you have in your basement. You should show the kid. Come the on. Sega Genesis. Let him play Sonic on Sega. Right. <laughs> Let, show the kid. That That is within, I don't think that, I, I think that's within the realms of common courtesy. Um, but you're right. He didn't have to. I think it would be a little bit asshole-ish to be like, no, I don't even know you. You can't share your kid. You're be fucking kid. Like, that's douchey. Um, but that said, in this situation, I completely concur and so does postal pat the top comment he says nta it's your animal and you know him same goes for a dog you always ask before you pet a dog and if the owner says no yeah don't pet the dog i hate when i ask an owner to pet the dog and then they think i'm trying to chat with them i'm, I'm just here for the dog hey fuck you sir <laughs> i just like your freaking retriever four out of four would pet those paws are adorable i don't know that i agree with that principle maybe a little rude to pet the dog but come on what if the dog bites you maybe the dog's not friendly well no well yeah you can't sue them but like what if the dog comes up to you and is like clearly a good boy you're gonna be like (laughs) you don't need consent from the owner (laughs) fuck you it's a dog he has his own consent and he's giving you consent by being fucking adorable he's wagging his tail he's adorable come on he's asking for it folks (laughs) cancel the pod cancel me okay no i mean look i don't think i think that could be a ridiculous standard like if someone is was walking around with a chihuahua yeah and then somebody pets this little adorable loving chihuahua which would be the exception to the world because chihuahuas are kind of assholes i don't care for chihuahuas if i'm being honest that is extremely disrespectful to me um you know i have lost three chihuahuas due to rattlesnakes in arizona um please do not discuss this preference again you asshole no um i think look i think if a person is walking around what's a small dog you like I like a mid-sized dog. Oh, a beagle. Fine. Is a beagle okay? Is that big enough for you? I don't care for beagles necessarily. Size queen. Uh, How do you feel about Yorkies? A Yorkie. They're walking around with a Yorkie, right? The Yorkie comes up to you. He's a damn good boy. And then you pet him. And then the owner's like, you know, you really should ask before you pet. I think they're fair. Even though they have this obnoxious tone that you're doing, I think it's a reasonable request. It's their property. They own the dog. Oh, so dogs are property now? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I know they technically are property, but there's a big gap between is technically something and is like... It's not like you petted their soul. It has a soul. (laughs) It has a little dog soul. They go to heaven per Disney. Per Diz. I mean, like, I would roll my eyes and be like, can I pet your Yorkie then? So let's answer his question. He says, could I have handled it better? Do you think he could have handled it better? No. Honestly, what is he supposed to do? I mean, I guess he could have offered, like, the hedgehog... It, it, you know, it may be with some time if he comes back later then, but then it's a whole thing for him. And that I think is extending beyond courtesy. You get one animal meat per child. That's fair. You don't have to create a schedule of animal meats. So like, I, I think within the realm of what he was willing to do, he did it. I, I think he went as far as he could go. Absolutely. I think the parents could have waited till at least 7 PM. Cause that's 7 AM hedgehog time. Yeah. Not the asshole. I think this was responsible. I think this guy's a good pet owner. I got no gripes with him. Not the asshole. 
asshole implies that the other person is the asshole. No, I would say that the mom was being a bit of an asshole. Like, it was unnecessary. She said she told him it was unnecessary of her to refuse her son's wish. And it's like, well, no, it wasn't. It was exactly necessary. You don't know shit about hedgehogs, lady. (laughs) And your son would have been hurt and the hedgehog would have been dropped. Like... It was it was completely necessary, and she was wrong about the facts, and she was butthurt because her son was in a bad mood. And I guarantee you, they're a white family. They're not used to being told no, but guess what? The answer is no. Yeah, I racialized it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I also say, yeah, she's an asshole. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AITA for yelling at my roommate for asking my girlfriend about her sexual preferences. My roommate and I have a longish history of truly disliking each other, especially in regard to how he has acted toward me and my girlfriend. This evening, my GF walked upstairs to get a cup of water where said roommate, along with other roommates, were sitting. I heard the following question. Do you prefer girth or length? Clearly from the voice of the roommate I have issues with, I briskly climbed the stairs and looked directly at him and said, Do not talk about dick size with my girlfriend. All of my other roommates looked at me like I was a shitty person. One even ran up to his room while I was pouring my cup of water. Was that an overreaction? Am I the asshole? No, not the asshole. I think it's inappropriate to be talking about dick size. Like, what are you going to do with that information? Like, you're either trying to make the girl uncomfortable or you're trying to make the, the boyfriend uncomfortable. I think that was a very reasonable request. The one person sounds like a coward. He ran to his room. Like, how extreme was this person going in that it made this man run to his room? He said it like this. Do not talk about dick size with my girlfriend. I'm going to play devil's ad here, and I'm going to use a dissenting comment. Don't ask me, dog. Says, YTA, you're all adults. It's not your place to decide who can say what to your girlfriend. She can speak up if she found the topic inappropriate or distressing. Ooh, that's a good point. Is it a little mansplainy or maybe like domineering in a sense that he went in and said this because like he doesn't actually say does the girlfriend have qualms with this or does just he maybe this is like little dick energy maybe he has maybe he has an average average penis or even little and that's why he freaked out because like one would think if he had a big huge hog he wouldn't really care or maybe he's being too chivalrous i like this idea of like she absolutely could have brought it up yeah i mean but maybe she doesn't feel comfortable maybe she was uncomfortable but she didn't feel safe. I think in general, and I'm going to generalize here, don't come at me, feminist, or please do actually and tell me I'm wrong. But like, I think in general, women try to be polite. Uh, A lot of, I think, women have to deal with the fact that if you're an assertive woman, you're perceived as a bitch, which is unfair of society. So I think to me, it's very plausible that he was stepping in. I don't think there was any reason for her to want to discuss this. I don't really, I mean, besides my friend who's literally a sex addict, I don't think women love to be like, is it girth? Is it, that's guy. Guys like to talk, straight guys like to talk about dicks probably more than any other group because we're like what is average it's one inch i think one inch is average you know um so at the end of the day it comes down to is he an asshole for how he reacted or whatever i think no i think he's not the asshole no and actually i think how he reacted was uh pretty reasonable especially given like this is a tense roommate situation he just said you know simply don't talk about dick size with my girlfriend didn't ad hominem him didn't attack him didn't really overstep his bounds it was kind of like look you're hitting up on a boundary this is the boundary like don't do that and the fact that his friends got all like freaked out was probably because like you know they're not used to being told what to do they're a bunch of bros hanging out and like we're just trying to chill bro and plus i think it's an interesting thing that he said they don't get along because if they were buddy buddy and he said that maybe it's like oh he's just joking around he's being an asshole but the the fact that they don't get along leads me to believe the roommate was being antagonizing when he asked her this question. Right. I think he absolutely was. And I think he didn't spell out the context so much, but I think that clearly is it. Like this guy is probably single, 
He's probably a loser because that's loser shit. Fucking with your friend's girlfriend for no reason in an appropriate way. Super weird. So weird. And it's so random. Like, she's just getting water and he's like, hey, what do you think about dicks? Like, that's that's weird. Devil's add to the max here. It's like they're having a conversation. They're having a debate between bros. What do girls like more? Girth or length? And the answer is other people's dicks, not you fucking losers. <laughs> uh, but he's like, let's see what Amber thinks. It's not really a socially savvy question. There's no woman who's going to be like, oh, I can't wait. Girth shows your worth. It rhymes, so you know it's <laughs> girth true. Girth shows your worth. <laughs> I hate that because uh, I don't have a lot of girth. Okay. Um, another dissenter who got negative 50 points and i'm really kind of into reading these comments that get slammed because i notice these once the thread goes a certain way people are getting dog pile oh they pile on negative 50 i'm tyler writes you're the asshole that is a pretty benign question you flew off the handle for no reason other than disliking the question asker what if it was someone else that asked would you have stormed in and shouted at them too see this dissenter is a classic and anthony i love this phrase the lady doth protest too much (laughs) this guy is mischaracterizing what happened exactly he precisely did not fly off the handle in fact i would argue the guy who the uh the submitter here was actually a pretty level-headed dude looked directly at him and said don't talk about dicks he did not yell it he didn't do anything so this guy is mischaracterizing that is his protesting too much characterizing it as storming in shouting it was none of those things he elevated it for no reason no reason because he's protesting too freaking much i say um not the asshole meaning the other people are the assholes because that's just not appropriate and it's not socially savvy there's nothing good i can really say about the question absolutely agree 100 percent. and the verdict was not the asshole so here we align with the subreddit story number three with anthony (laughs) and danny what if i did that every episode it would be cool for like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. We're, we're out. AITA for changing my mind midway through buying a stranger coffee by you, Sam. I'm Finn Am. I stopped by a local coffee place after work today. There Brag was alert. A- There was a woman behind me in line with a toddler. Kid was sweet, saying hello to everyone in line, and genuinely brightened my day. While I was standing near the cash register waiting for my order, the woman stepped up and ordered a $4 coffee. I kindly offered to pay, and she seemed so grateful and even thanked me twice. Right after, she turned back to the cashier and said, In that case, you can add two extra shots and a blueberry muffin. I was so taken aback, I walked over and picked up my drink and left without another word. AITA for reneging on my offer. I just love, I love that she did that because uh, it's just, I mean, it's blatantly wrong, but it's kind of endearing because I, I guess she could have been doing yeah. a bit like who knows, maybe she was joking around like she's being sarcastic. Her tone would be very important for me. That is a great argument. And like he doesn't clarify. So we don't really know. I was, he told the cashier that I changed my mind and she could pay for her own order. So I guess that he's sort of saying that that did go through. But maybe she was doing a bit. Cashier misinterpreted. Like, I can see a situation where she's not the asshole, um, which would make this a no assholes here situation. Do you think he could, would he be completely guilt free if he was like, you know what, I'll pay for her coffee. She's on her own for the shot and the muffins. Like his original offer yeah. still stands. Uh, that would be like super like reasonable. And, <laughs> and that may be what she have intended as well. I think there's a fair amount of ambiguity here. Yeah, she may have just been saying like, in that case, throw on the extra stuff. I'll pay for it. But she didn't really spell it out. Like, I think he got timid. You know, he should have just been like, excuse me? Like, I can only afford $4. Like, he he could have had a move to clarify when she might have seen this as an opportunity to get those extra shots, which we all need. I mean, if I was in his shoes, if I was there and someone did this to me, I would have been blind with rage. I would have been embarrassed. My face probably would have turned red. Good Lord. It would have been a whole thing. That's why I just tried not... <laughs> my social anxiety would have ramped up. I just think it's incredibly rude to tack on a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm not trying to ball out. I'm trying to buy you this $4 well, coffee. Well, hold on a second. You think it would be rude if he was offering to get the coffee and then she wanted to add the extras herself? If she's going to pay for it herself, that's fine. But if she expects me to buy her muffins and a bonus shot, I think that's abusing my kindness and I would have been very upset. You would have flown off the handle, huh? I wouldn't have said anything to her. I just would have done what he would have done. I would have told the the barista, no, thank you. This is game over. I'm just paying for my thing. This maniac's on their own because I would have felt some type of way about it. Yeah. 
I believe you, bro. I think this this woman's kind of a monster. This is a weird situation. I know where I, I think I have done this once in my life, and I've done very few nice things. Where like the person behind you in the drive through, you can be like, "What they order," and then you can just buy it for them. I think stuff like that's wonderful, and people should do it. Yeah. So this is kind of a weird situation where they can suddenly raise the stakes on you because it's not already paid for. I'd like to believe that I would just say like, "Okay, you're on your own for those," but like I don't know if I'd have that kind of gut reaction. I think I probably, if I'm gonna be honest, I'd probably just do what he did. I don't really blame him for it. Was he trying to flirt with her? Like, why was he even trying to buy her coffee in the first place? He, I, he I think because nice? the kid was cute. He's like, hello, 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 everyone. <laughs> Today I tried to pet a hedgehog. That's a call back to the first story, which if you're on YouTube, you're going to have to see the whole episode. <laughs> hello, everyone. I couldn't pet the hedgehog today. And he's like, this kid is so cute. <laughs> Not the asshole implies that she was an asshole for adding on. So would you say that she was an asshole for, for adding on? You think this is a fair verdict? No, I'm going to go no assholes here. I think she is such a monster that she would do that. Her son is so nice. She has nice jeans come on that's a valid point this boy seems very polite he's so nice (laughs) he's saying hello am i the asshole for breaking into a neighbor's apartment to turn off his stereo that he left on repeat ostensibly for an entire weekend he was gone by username nil g-e-r this has got to be one of the craziest things i've seen so far you found the story i love this story i love that he used the word ostensibly little ostensibly meaning for all outward appearances great word i use it all the time (laughs) ostensibly because i'm very insecure and i want people to think i'm smart i'm smart love me i'm good i can hear almost everything that my neighbors on both sides do (laughs) okay so i guess he's in like a duplex or something This dude, Warren, was cool at first, but we had a falling out a few weeks ago. Warren started blasting his music as a way to get revenge. I've called the cops, called the building owner, and Warren gets a warning, then chills for the rest of the day, but almost always starts up again the next day. Last night, I hear Warren's music kick on about eight, but then I heard him leave. After... Then I got high, played for the 10th time. I knew he was fucking with me. I texted him asking me when he was coming back. He said, oh shit, sorry, man. Not coming back until Tuesday. So sorry. I called the owner and she said there was nothing she could do. I called the cops and they said there wasn't anything they could do without a warrant. She said she would talk to her supervisor about getting a warrant, but I never heard back from her. I tried to drown out the music with my headphones, but couldn't take it anymore. So at like 2 a.m., I hopped over his fence and pulled up his sliding glass door and went into his apartment and not only turned his shit off, I cut the cord to his 2003 Circa iPod clock radio that he was using to repeat the song. I then wiped off all my fingerprints as best I could and went home and slept soundly. No fallout yet, but I feel feel a little guilty and I certainly shouldn't have cut the cord to his iPod player, but am I an asshole? Edit. Update. I started to feel bad about cutting the cord, so I grabbed my old cord box and jumped the wall and into the door. I found a cord that was pretty close and plugged it in. However, I didn't check the polarization and it fried the clock radio. I just left it and I'm sure stupid Warren will think he fried his radio by leaving it on. Wow. (laughs) Wow. What a tale. I think uh, everyone sucks here. I think that's pretty fair i think look this guy left him with no choice had this person gone in unplugged it or done something very clever to make it seem organic that would have been the best move here and i think by cutting the cord and then frying the clock radio i think he might get away with this but i think it's risky but i think he had no choice because like if this guy couldn't sleep like this guy legitimately violated his space and that's real torture tactics like you know, like in Guantanamo and stuff, they play music over and over again right. to torture people. So he was literally being tortured. Yeah, absolutely. He could have just clicked play, like play pause. He could yeah. have just paused it. Done. I like the dissenting comment from Poon Crew. Not the asshole. God, everyone on here is such a saint. Guy left his radio on blasting the same song over and over again, probably on purpose, according to the original poster. And I'm supposed to sympathize with this guy. You're all nuts if you say everyone sucks here. Should have smashed the shit out of his fish tank, too. So I think that's too far vandalizing this man's property the fish didn't do anything wrong see the thing is this is a lose-lose for this being an everyone sucks this guy needed to be an nta because they're in an escalating conflict and with a normal friendship if you're in an escalating conflict you can try to resolve the conflict and if you don't feel like that will work you just cut the person out of your life no problem (laughs) i mean that's really what you you have to do but in this case you can't cut the person out of their life because they are geographically linked to you (laughs) i would say that this is a really a good case for discretion as a better part of valor because in this case like now this guy is potentially even more fucked he fried his clock radio he broke it like this is gonna make the other guy angrier this is gonna lead to more escalation like 
the focus here needs to be on de-escalating because in the end, it doesn't really matter what this other person feels um, on a personal level, but it profoundly matters because it's affecting your life. But I, the thing is, I don't know how he could have been nice like, other than just turning it off, I guess. But Oh, no, he had to just turn it off. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing else he could do, but like... I think the move would be to go over there after and be like, hey, man, I just want to say and maybe wait a few days so it doesn't seem like he just broke in. But just <laughs> I'm super sorry about what happened in our past and just like come clean because like you're going to keep losing. That's the thing. Nobody's winning. Right. When you have right. these battles with your neighbors, especially if you have thin walls, which is torture. I'm a super light sleeper. There's no winning. No, it's a lose lose for sure. The win is to end the conflict. <laughs> It's everyone's favorite time. Listener submissions. Title, Parking Dilemma. So my husband and I have one vehicle. He is retired and I still work and shop and yada yada. Anyway, he has a medical disability, so we have a handicap placard. At first, I never used it. Then I only used it when the weather was crappy. Three months in and I totally abuse and use it all the time. Am I the asshole? Also, I love the show today. I also listen to part of it in the handicap parking spot. <laughs> wow, that is a doozy. First of all, I would say she's a little bit of an asshole, asshole for calling it a handicap placard. Give me a break, placard. <laughs> what, what would you call it? A, a card? card. <laughs> what is a placard? I don't know. Maybe she's trying to be fancy because she feels guilty for parking in the spot. Right, right. She's like, I say placard. I think it's placard. <laughs> I say placard. So how can I be an asshole? I love the yada yada. I love that she listens to the podcast, but I have to go, asshole, I think you shouldn't do it if you don't need it. Well, she's saying she uses it all the time. I mean, she's abusing it. She even calls it abuse. I have a policy on this. Okay. I think you're risking it, right? If you use a handicapped stall, whether that's parking or pissing or pooping, <laughs> you are potentially going to inconvenience a handicapped person. That's true. You monster. That's However, yeah. if you pull it off, you pull it off. In other words, I don't think you're an asshole just for risking it. You're only an asshole if you actually inconvenience someone. That's fair. And I actually, the, the stall is a really interesting point because I use the handicap stall all the time. It's so spacious. There's so much room. It's lovely. But I've never once had a handicapped person be like, hey, dude, I, I had to poop and I had to wait because of you. Right. You screwed me over. <laughs> and also it's like, how does he know I'm not handicapped? Right. So it's interesting. That's debate. a good point. When are you actually caught? Well, you would know. You would know. And you would be an asshole. I say Lisa Danielle Porter posted on our Facebook group, which, by the way, join us. We're having the time of our lives on there. She says totally the asshole, like super asshole. But you get a few points for actually caring if you're an asshole. So there's that. Maybe if there's like five to six open spots, then cool. Otherwise, you're an asshole. See, I think that's too high of a bar. Title, early grouper. I board airplanes one group before mine. In fear, my carry-on will be automatically checked in. Am I the asshole? I say yes, even though I, I once did it on accident. I had a little too many cocktails at the airport bar, and I wasn't really paying attention. I just walked up to the front, and they just let me in. But I've also done it. They'll let you fly. <laughs> yeah. They really don't give that much of a fuck. Carolyn Berger writes in, everyone else has the same worry, and you're no more special or deserving of that overhead space than anyone else in your group. And I agree. Yeah. I agree. I say if you're in group four, you'd actually need your carry-on because you could afford group four, <laughs> and you're probably a doctor or a lawyer. And everyone knows if you're under group four, you're in Congress. Okay? <laughs> Get back to group five with the rest of us. I mean, really what you're telling them to do is go to the baggage carousel. <laughs> you don't make enough money to pay for the nice seat, so wait around the carousel. By the way, I've ridden a baggage carousel, and it's as fun as you think. <laughs> kind of fun. Title, Annoying Bus Ladies. And so late at night, there are two buses going my way. One is at 110. The other is at 120. Last week, the 110 bus was full and the driver was letting everyone know. Standing room only. Two ladies got on the bus and as soon as we started driving, those two also started complaining because there were not gentlemen offering them their seats. Somebody said, the driver warned you about it. You could have easily waited for the next bus. You agreed to get on knowing there were no more seats. So shut up because I came <laughs> from work and I'm tired. Everyone laughed and the ladies didn't say a word, but they were obviously upset. Who's the asshole? <laughs> I think saying shut up to someone is assholery. It's assholeish. 
But I don't know that it makes you an asshole. No, I don't. I think if they if he had said shut up first, that would be definitely assholeish. But if it's like so shut up because this is what's happened, like if they said it in a dry matter of fact fashion, then yeah, I say not the asshole. I think it's a little aggressive. Does he say that they're old ladies? He just said ladies. He didn't specify age. If they're not old ladies, then there is no obligation. If they were pregnant or they were old, you better jump up, dog. But they weren't. And the driver did warn them, like, look, it's standing only. I kind of want to say no assholes here because, like, I get it. The ladies want to sit down. But, like, he also got off work. Like, no, I'm not ready to let them off the hook. <laughs> they knew what the situation was. And then they're getting on the bus and vocally complaining. And they're not complaining. What they're doing is passively aggressively telling everyone around them, we want your seat and we expect you to get up. I think that's rude. And they, they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> so you think them being passive aggressive is what makes them assholes? Yes. Or you think the entitlement that they felt to get the seat also, does that add to it? No. If they felt a certain way and they kept it in their head, that's fine. But it's the fact that they were needling at everyone to try to get their spot and they knew what it was they jumped into the situation <laughs> they were being assholes that he said so shut up is reasonable and i think he laughed he laughed i think he's probably exaggerating that everyone laughed i think i doubt the joke crushed laughed i doubt it crushed <laughs> but people were on board because it was like screw you yeah title toothbrush terrorism i'm a pretty small girl my brother is like six years older than me and way bigger back in high school we used to fight all the time because siblings well he'd always win and trust me i didn't stand a chance i could literally never succeed at any sort of wrestling or physical altercation because of the size difference i had to go the route of wit so when he was extra prickish i'd take silent revenge and just pee on his toothbrush i'm talking like super prick behavior like bubblegum in my hair, telling my mom I lost my virginity after he stumbled upon a <laughs> diary entry, which was hidden in my diary at the very bottom of a drawer, that type of stuff. It was just the best smug, silent revenge. Plus, you're in a sterile. And I mean, I apologize in adulthood. He was not super pleased, but yeah, is this fair or am I the asshole? I, the one thing that I don't, I think it's kind of funny, I had to obviously go the route of wit. I don't know that peeing on something is like super witty, um, it's more sneaky and whatever. Who's your favorite comedian? Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> or the girl who pees on her brother's toothbrush? I think her pee was probably harmless. She's a little child. I can't imagine it was too, like, he obviously didn't die or anything. He didn't even get sick, it sounds like. I would like to think she would have mentioned it. So I'd say not the asshole. I'm actually going to say, like, why even tell him? Why even tell him? You got your smug revenge. You knew that he was putting your piss in his mouth. Yeah, that seems kind of weird that she would tell him later, like, maybe she was trying to hurt him later, or maybe she thought it was cute and funny. Yeah. I wonder what, what her intent was. And you did just a little fact-checking. You did a little Googling about the pee. I did, yes. I had actually said to my friend, you're sterile. He goes, I don't think that's true. And I was like, it is true. Everyone knows it. I Google it. It's not true. It's not true. Urine has bacteria in it. I think a lot of us think it's true because it's a quote from Dodgeball <laughs> where he goes, necessary? Is it necessary to drink my own urine? No, but it's sterile, and I like the taste. I don't know why so many of us saw Dodgeball and were like, clearly pure <laughs> science. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> title, Barista's Chemical Warfare. I gave it the title. I'm a barista, and if a customer is rude to me, I will make them a decaf instead of regular. I never do the reverse. Am I the asshole? Now, we got a whole array of Facebook comments on this. A lot of comments. Uh, first of all, I would say... Not the asshole, because it's harmless. Now, if you did the opposite, if they have a heart condition or something, you could injure them, then that's not cool. But they even specified they don't do the reverse. So I think it's cool. Like, fuck that person. They're rude to you. Give them decaf. No pep in their step. Ryan Ferguson agrees, saying, she's a hero. Troy Rowe says, not the asshole. It's a pretty standard rule to never mess with the people who make your food and beverage. I agree with that, especially fast food. Genevieve Rice, I would do this as a barista if they had a history of being rude. I would give them less fuel to be an asshole to me or others. Love it. That is my favorite point. I think that's a really strong point. By not giving them their caffeine, you reduce their energy, and you keep them in a reduced... I don't know. See, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm kind of like... When I don't have my caffeine, I'm more of an asshole. So maybe <laughs> you're perpetuating the assholeness by not giving them their caffeine. It's a good point. The one thing I like is the history of being rude. One time she's like, hey, maybe you're having a bad day. I'm going to let it rock. Right. But the history is when she does it. I like that. 
Hattie Hayes hitting the jerks with even more empathy. Hot take. If someone is super mean to you, you should be extra nice in hopes it will make them nicer. She says, Anthony, that two-thirds of the time this works and makes the other person drop the attitude. Kill them with kindness. I mean, that's a classic theory, and I like to think it makes the person feel guilty for being a jerk. My take on the barista is I think it's pretty messed up. I think spit in my drink before taking my caffeine away. So do you think she's the asshole? Is this barista the asshole? I'm ready to say yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Because for my preferences, look, what's a little bit of spit going to do? It's like the toothbrush thing, right? You get a smug satisfaction, and it doesn't really affect me. You just get to go in your head like, I spit in your drink, you little, (laughs) you drink my spit, you little nasty boy. You're using my ass pennies. You know, like, I I don't know. That bothers me less. Whereas if I don't have my caffeine, I'm still in a bad mood. Obviously, there's a little bit of placebo effect, but I need like 400 milligrams of caffeine a day. So, like, I'm going to feel that shit. Fair enough. I say asshole. Title, pepperoni thief. Whenever I pick up pizza, I pick off and eat a bunch of pepperoni before I get home. My husband never notices, but isn't an a-hole move? I'm not sure. A-I-T-A. That's adorable. It is. I say not the asshole. Uh, I used to do something when I lived with my girlfriend in Ohio, where if I went to go get fast food for us, I would order bonus fast food and eat it either on the drive home or in the parking lot. (laughs) So one time I went to Taco Bell, um, ordered her things, ordered my things, but I ordered two bonus tacos and like sadly ate them in my car. And then you get home and she doesn't know that you did that? Yeah, exactly. So part of that is like you're ashamed to eat more in front of her? Yeah, I just felt like a fat load. And I do like to eat an unnecessary amount. I love food. It's my favorite. Uh, But I would sneakily do that. See, I definitely think that's not being an asshole, but taking your hubby's pepperoni. (laughs) Now, I have to say, I think if you remain consistent with this, you'll be good to go because he'll never know, right? Like, I think what would be a little bit more upsetting is if one day he's getting very little pepperoni, one day he's getting (laughs) a lot of pepperoni. He's going to be like, you know what I hate about Domino's? They never have a consistent amount of pepperoni. (laughs) He calls and complains, yells at the manager. Yeah. I'm not tipping. I'm not tipping. I think this is pretty innocent. You ordered it. You picked it up, right? In a way, you can only pull this off if you're kind of orchestrating the transaction. Yeah. <laughs> so in that way, you have kind of earned the right to take a little pepperoni duty. A pepperoni you know I mean? tax. You pepperoni drove to get tax. it. You get the peps. Title, I yelled at a child and made her scream cry. I'm a dad of two young boys. Me and my family were at an outside mall. My kids were playing at this water spout play area for kids thing. The water jets up from the ground. And a ton of kids just go and get drenched in their clothes because their parents are tired of their shit. Well, I was tired of my kid's shit. So I let my three-year-old play in the water. After about 10 minutes, this little girl comes over, about 10 years old, and starts holding my son's head over the water jet, pretty much drowning him. I see this and run up to them and stop her. I look around. I don't see any parent of the girl in sight. So I scolded her in a very, I'm a random adult that's not your parent and I'm yelling at you, so be scared type of way. The girl starts hysterically crying. She's bawling her eyes out. Volume 11 type of shit type of way. Now everyone around is full attention on me. I try to explain the situation, but my fight or flight response told me, get the fuck out. So I grabbed my soaking wet toddler and bounced. About a half hour later, we're back at the car and I'm loading up the kids. I hear some sobbing at the car next to us. It's the little girl and her family. Her parents are still trying desperately to calm her down. I even hear the dad say to the mom, see, this is why we don't take her off her medication, Susan. So am I the asshole? Was I yelling too much? The little monster was drowning my kid. Why weren't her parents monitoring her at the water splash fucking thingamajig? So many questions. Help! (laughs) Am I the asshole? First of all, I think it's a little curious, the coincidence that the family was parked right next to the car. So let's go ahead and assume that that is true. Uh, I just feel like he's saying... Don't take her off the med, Susan, is kind of like giving him more ammunition to say that he's not bad. Because it's like, oh, this girl's on medication. She's- it is a conspiracy theory. Is our submitter doing a little bit of reality bending with that? That's kind of what I'm getting at. That's it's, what I'm alluding it's to. It's pretty wild. Like, not only are they parked next to them, she's going to happen to drop this quote. And by the way, medication, Susan, that feels like a very Instagram meme kind of way of putting it. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Whatever... 
submitter is trying to do with that, it doesn't work because it doesn't matter to me that the girl is medicated or not or that the parent forgot to put her on her medication. That has no relevance on your behavior, submitter. It's true. But the thing, at the same time, it's like, if he truly thought his toddler was drowning, like, I think that's an appropriate reaction. You don't want to be chill and aloof about it. Hey, could you maybe not kill my son? I love him. (laughs) I mean, I disagree. I think it's very difficult. I understand that he overreacted and had a meltdown. I mean, I've never had a child, but I've certainly had a very emotional response to something that was precious to me. I don't think that protects you from being an asshole, right? Like, you might have had an overreaction, and it might have been understandable because your child was threatened or almost died. That doesn't mean you're not an asshole. Part of life is learning to modulate your impulses, your crazy overreactions, and say, I need to calm down for a second. Now, in this case, obviously, he had to run. He had to rescue the kid. There maybe wasn't this time where he could have really taken a moment and soaked it all in. I think this all happened flash in a pan. However, upon reflection, I say you absolutely were an asshole. If he yelled but didn't make her cry, is that okay? Or if he yelled just a little bit? like, Or he should have been like, hello, darling. Excuse me, child. I don't know. Please don't. You know what I mean? Like, How do you expect him to react? The fact that she cried and cried and cried was a bit of an overreaction. Um, I don't think there's any reason to yell at a child. Even if he's drowning your son? Well, I mean, look, you've got to yell to stop the drowning, whatever, <laughs> in, the, in the heat of the moment. But once you get your son out and he's breathing air again, I think you can put just as much fear and be just as effective with a child. And, and maybe I'm wrong. And I'd love to hear. I mean, some of these people, some of these comments do disagree with me, but I don't think you need to yell. I think you can be very firm. I mean, my dad never yelled at me. He never had to yell. He would just look me straight in the eyes and that scared the piss out of me. (laughs) I think yelling and anger are signs of weakness and a lack of control. I think many children will respond less to that. I think it is true. It is definitely weakness and definitely lack of control, but I don't in my opinion, does not lead to him being an asshole just because the situation was so extreme. He literally felt for his child's life. So I feel like in the heat of the moment, I think it's acceptable. I think it's acceptable, but he he could have done better. Do you give me that he could have done better? Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. Joni Martinez dissents saying, hell no, not an asshole. Hopefully he yelled loud enough to get the point across to her where this girl knows better for the next time she thinks about holding a kid's head over or in water. I would have screamed at her too. Troy Rowe, everyone's an asshole here. The kid should not have been alone. That's another thing we haven't discussed yet. As a parent, you should never discipline your kid out of anger or show your kids that coming at people out of anger is the right thing. Dad could have got his point across without yelling, but still stern enough to let this girl know this is not okay. By the way, 10 years old is way too young to be left alone at the mall. Way too young. That's madness. What Troy is doing here is saying, like, this is an inappropriate situation. And that is making me think, like, this this guy who yelled at the kid is even more in the right. Even though I don't like that he yelled, I've got to say the fact that it wasn't even his fault that this situation happened and that any reasonable parent— because my intuition says, I got a 10-year-old daughter. She's not allowed to hang out at the mall. What are you, crazy? Someone's going to grab her. Right, yeah, that's, that is crazy. James Breen writes, kids are meant to be seen and not heard. They're all a-holes. <laughs> wow. Okay, Jimmy, this is a kid I grew up with who sends me paintball videos. Enough with the paintball videos. <laughs> and kids are people too, Jimmy. Get your head straight. They are assholes, but they get to express themselves. They're not meant to be seen and not heard. You sound like a fucking father from the 40s. What's wrong with you, Jimmy? Quit watching paintball videos. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty extreme stance. I don't really like to interact with children, but they're not all assholes. They can talk. They can experience. They can live life. Right, and give them a break. I, right. I mean, I, I see the logic here. They definitely are difficult. They're undeveloped people. So, And I think this is what I'm getting at with the yelling thing. And What I think Troy has great wisdom on is like, There is no point to be angry with a child. They are undeveloped people. They're shitty people. They don't know what's going on. They haven't had enough practice yet. They're only, you know, five to ten years old or whatever. Exactly. (laughs) They're getting, they're warming up. They're new at it. (laughs) Exactly. So instead of yelling or being angry or feeling some kind of way about it, level with them and explain to them and talk to them. I'll never forget one time when I was a kid, I asked a girl about her weight and I was with this teacher and she just crucified me about it she's like that's not an appropriate question that's not okay you don't do that and then it just went in on me and the mistake that she made in doing that was so traumatizing to me i remember i was really upset for a long time about it it's like she acted 
Like, I would know that kind of shit. Like, it was clearly such an innocent question. I think I was in, like, fourth grade. And what she should have said was, like, hey, just so you know, like, our society has different rules for women in their weight and boys in their weight. So, like, I totally get why you would have asked that question. But instead, she was like, you don't do that. That is complete. Like, I think there's, there's even something to be said here about forget anger. Because I, I remember she told me in a mild tone. But the content of what she said was so judgmental and cruel. Whereas it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to know, lady? I'm 12. Susan, everyone's named Susan. You're not peers. You know what I mean? Like you're not equals. Peers, we're not equals. Have some empathy for the kids. That's so funny. I have a similar story, uh, but my mom handled it amazing. When I was a little kid, my mom and I were at the grocery store, and I saw like a morbidly obese man. I started tapping my mom. Mom, mom, look at that guy. Mom, that guy. Oh no. Mom, look how fat that guy is. But she whispered, she's like, "Honey, he can't help it. Like whatever. Like people weigh different. People look different. Like she was very sweet, and she just told me that that was like rude to ask." Because, like, my mom's smart, and she knows that I'm not a peer. I'm not an equal. Wait, I don't know any better. Ask, you were going to say, I was asking how much do you weigh? No, no, I was just asking my mom. <laughs> I was asking my mom if she saw this fat person. Like, why oh, is he so fat? did you see him? Yeah. But I thought it was very sweet that, like, she just taught me, like, look, everyone's different. People, like, it's rude to comment on people's appearances, basically, is what the gist of it. So, And it, it's a great way to put, like, it is a fact that if you do this, it will hurt people's feelings or it will be rude, rather than you're a bad person for asking. They're not a bad person. They're just not really a full person. <laughs> right. Folks, the kiddos. I hate kids, too, though, by the way. Don't bring them around me. Yeah, they're no good. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a bit of an incident this week with a bagel. This is a, a quickie here. Tell us about it. I did. So I went to a popular bagelery, bagel, bagel, bagelery, <laughs> bagel restaurant, and I ordered a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. It was $12. And pricey. Yeah, it's pricey. That's The reason I bring up the price is I don't mind paying a certain price point, but I expect a certain quality with that price. Sure, sure. So I get the bacon, egg, and cheese on our bagel, and I open it up. No cheese. They forgot the cheese. And this place is very busy. It's super hip and cool, so it's very busy. So I had to wait couple of minutes i'm sitting there the, the lady's ignoring me i wait like five minutes yeah and then finally i say excuse me my bacon egg and cheese it doesn't have cheese right and she's like okay i'll fix that and then she kind of looked at me like i was a jerk for asking and then she was like so you want cheese on it and i'm like yes cheese is in the title because cheese is in the fucking title so at this point i'm getting a little angry i pay 12 dollars. i don't have cheese so i have to wait like 10 minutes and then i get the stupid bacon egg and cheese with the cheese and uh am i the asshole for 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 asking for my fucking cheese. Absolutely not. I don't think anyone would say you are. When you pay for something and you order it a specific way, whether it's a car, a bacon, egg, and cheese, pretty much anything, you deserve to get what you paid for. And being assertive and asking for it doesn't make you an asshole. Now, it's interesting that you brought up the price because if this was a $4 a bacon, egg, and cheese, which is a thing, if you go to like a bodega, would you think that that would be an asshole to ask that guy at the bodega, hey, you forgot my cheese, man? No, I, th- I think it's fair to argue that regardless of price, uh, you should get it how you ordered it. The only reason I specify price is, I guess, to just to justify, like, I felt like a needy baby, like, asking for it. And I was kind of sarcastic when I said cheese is in the title. That's the only thing that led me to believe possible assholery. That was a little rude, but I felt like she was already being dismissive and being like, oh, you really want cheese with it? And it's like, well, that's what I ordered, ma'am. Like, there was nothing unclear about it. She had no plausible deniability. She should have apologized. I feel for her. Always trying to take the em- empathy side. I'm sure the job is shit, and she has to deal with fucking idiots. Like, they'd want their freaking other stuff. Oh, I didn't get any. There's less salami, and the pastrami aren't <laughs> balanced, and it doesn't really make the mouth feel correct. Like, I'm sure she has to deal with that, so we don't know her perspective. But yeah, I just, I think that's the right thing to do. You got to tell them when they mess it up because you want it the right way. Have it your way. Exactly. That's really the concept of a business. I think I stole that from a tweet, but that (laughs) that was a great tweet. I stole it from. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody said, have it your way is just the premise of any business. It's true. That is it. They agree to give you a product and it's your right to demand that they give it to you. We've got a, uh, am I the hero? This is a bit of a submission from my friend, Ronnie Fleming. Ronnie finds a man's wallet. He Googles him. Man has no social media. He searches after a while for the name on the ID and he finds a company. He finally goes through photos on the company site. And finally, after 20 minutes, he finds this guy. So he calls the company, leaves a voicemail. Man eventually gets back to him. So the man drives to Ronnie's house to pick up the wallet, which is filled with credit cards and a $50 bill. The man had everything but a suit on, right? So he was in like business pants and a nice dress shirt. And when he got the wallet, he just said, anything I can do for you? And Ronnie said, no, that's okay. Is Ronnie a hero? 
I think, yes. He took 20 minutes out of his day to Google this guy. He could have easily just, A, ignored the wallet, left it on the ground or wherever he found it. B, he could have just, like, took it to a post office or the police station, whatever you're supposed to do. He went above and beyond. I think that's great. I think definitely hero. Devil's ad. Couldn't he have just sent it to the address on the license? That's kind of a pain in the ass, though. But I feel like that does fall under common courtesy. If you find a wallet, you send it to the address on the license. So I, I think, can't you just throw it in the post office bin? Like, I don't think you have to pay for postage or anything. I, what? You think you could just throw a wallet in a post office bin and they're like, well, that's how this works. Who's <laughs> going to pay for the postage, you idiot? That's crazy, Anthony. There's no way that's real. Well, I don't want to, I don't want a bill. You just, you stick me with a bill. Like I have to go to the fucking post office, pay like $2, $3, $5. Yeah, I don't know. Send the, a little package. Yeah. I don't go to the post office. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I got to say, I think that it, it was heroic. He asked for nothing. This guy was clearly like, you know, at least somewhat well to do. He could have afforded 20 bucks and he asked for nothing. I, I say that that was heroic. I think the common courtesy move would be doing whatever is most convenient for you. For instance, one time my friend found a cell phone. He left it at my house and I just I gave it to the cops. So I was like, you know, it's their job to do the law. And this is the order part. I don't do the order. <laughs> Y'all do the order. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, I once saw a, a purse at at a at a train station it was just like on a seat and i just saw a purse there and i didn't touch it i just left it there interesting my first thought was what if this is like a setup like to get me jumped or something like yeah i pick up this purse and i look at it or there could be like a bomb in there or something right odds are it was probably just a purse but i didn't want to risk it so i just ignored it and went about my day does that necessarily make me an asshole i don't know i think because you're in new york there's a context and like somebody's gonna find that purse and you know you're a good person and you would have been a good person to find it i think you're being a bit paranoid with these other situations i would say yeah because i would say neglecting to do common courtesy does make you a little bit of an asshole and i think it's a common courtesy that if someone loses something you try to get it back to them now you don't have to try too hard you don't have to go on google and find them you just have to like do the bare minimum, like bring it to an authority figure, bring it to the lost and found. So you see a purse, subway, train station. What would you have done? Would you have picked it up and take it maybe to the MTA lady in the yes. booth? In fact, this has happened to me on the other side. The, my my quit drinking story is that I left my backpack with my uh, Chromebook, which is a shitty laptop, but a laptop nonetheless, and a wallet. And somebody gave it to the MTA and I got it all back. Can you imagine That's pretty that? pretty cool. Yeah. And the MTA actually sends you a letter saying, hey, we have all your shit. Neglecting to do the common courtesy of returning some of their goods does make you a little bit of an asshole, especially... Actually, no, I, I would say pretty much everywhere because you're in a small town. It's like, well, someone may not find their purse for days. You know, <laughs> it's at the ye old uh, bookstore. Nobody goes in there. You're right. <laughs> So that's it for this episode. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Once again, AITAPod.com. We got all our shit on there. Twitter, Instagram. We've made it as easy as we physically can. One place to go. We love you guys. Keep in touch. We will see you next week. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.